0: discuss today your history with the plan nine operating system and the community and some of the software that you've written for plan nine and fixes you've contributed i was wondering if you could start by telling us a little bit about yourself
1: sure hi my name is sigrid i've been very much into nine since i think 2012 started as uh, mostly interested in go programming language and then I read sad news about one of the members of CatV community at the time on Go mailing list. I think it was Asal who wrote the original Im-, Im. And then I learned about CatV. I learned about Ninefront, and basically, since then it all went downhill for me. <laughs> <laughs> I started writing C every day and night
0: since then. Wow. How long do you think that it's been since you started doing that?
1: Well, I started writing C in general since 2007. Wow. Yeah. That's quite of wild. Yeah. And specifically for specifically Plan 9C, I started writing since 2012. And I don't think I wrote that much of anything for Linux since that, just as well.
0: Yeah. So you wrote a lot of Linux C before coming here. So you had a fairly long background with C, you think?
1: Yeah, uh, it was uh, with a lot of things, mainly game dev embedded. At some point, I had to touch boots and Linux
0: kernel itself. So how is Plan 9C different? for you then do you prefer it over the way that posix usually does see because with posix and even i guess a little bit ape in plan 9 you get a much more close to the original like kind of knr style whereas on plan 9 it's a little different and the libraries and the interfaces are a little different how has that been for you has it been like a positive adjustment is there any major differences you like or dislike
1: I think it was extremely positive adjustment for me when I switched the the first when I started trying to write something in C. Of course, it wasn't graphical programs at first, and I had to read a lot of man pages to <laughs> relearn how to do things. But it uh, was just making way more sense than whatever the hell POSIX has now or <laughs> had before. I guess it only keeps adding more stuff. I was liberated. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what what do you think the first like major program you wrote for Plan 9 was then? Or a port, I suppose, is also perfectly valid. Is there like a big first project? I they have a fairly long repertoire now, but was there kind of a big first aha or the first comprehensive thing that really jumped out at you? Yeah, it was the first
1: thing that I started writing that is big enough and useful sorry it was useful (laughs) back then I guess now it's not useful at all it was XMPP client with rooms functionality because back then I was heavy on uh, XMPP I was sitting in many channels talking to many people I was uh, administrating one channel so I kind of needed something to do whatever I was doing before, just in uh, nine front. So that right. was the first project that I wrote. It was just text interface, kind of like, what was it called, IRC, RC, right. <laughs> except it wasn't call, it wasn't written in RC, it was written in C, but right. still pretty simple interface, slash letter commands and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I would imagine that that involves uh, some like a threading or multi-process work, yeah?
1: Yep, yeah. uh, it did. I can't remember exactly if I used. No, I had to use multiple threads. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: what's your thoughts on uh, how threading is handled in Plan Nine? Do you are you someone? I guess if you came from Go, you might have already been familiar with like the way that the inter-process communication and whatnot works traditionally in Plan Nine C, since they're kind of distantly related. Is that something that you? write around? Or do you like the CSP style? Do you use a more traditional POSIX style of concurrency?
1: To be honest, I kind of hate POSIX style in POSIX for multi threading, I would actually much more prefer for the threads to talk over some pipe, or Mm -hmm. whatever by not sharing any memory. It was always very confusing to write in POSIX style. And CSP when I just started, writing multi-threaded stuff for 9 font. Mm. Since I already had experience with Go, I was like, aha, so that's where it came from. Yeah. It was, of course, very easy to use from the yeah. from the get-go.
0: <laughs> How long do you think you were uh, writing Go then before you came over to Plan 9? Go's, I think, been public since, and don't quote me on this, maybe like roughly 2011 or so, maybe a bit earlier, 2008 even, was that uh, you mentioned, I think, that your Plan 9c started well after that. So were you in the Go community for quite a while?
1: I was not writing anything work-related in Go at the time. I was just playing with it, writing some personal console commands and stuff like that, small hacking. It it wasn't anything serious. I was just (laughs) very interested in the ways how, how Go routines could synchronize. Mm-hmm. and send data over channels channels as uh, first class citizen in a programming channel programming language where you could send the channel over a channel and do all kinds of weird stuff that was very exciting.
0: Yeah, do you do stuff like that in C ever with the very uh, interesting sending channel shows? over
1: channel? No <laughs> yeah, I
0: guess I, I don't know I guess I don't know if you can even do that in plan 9c. That's something I haven't thought about I think.
1: Uh, yeah, you can. I mean you can send the pointer. <laughs> over one channel and then use the channel so yeah you can do that
0: <laughs> that's fair I suppose yeah do you have a uh, maybe favorite library program abstraction President plan 9 or is it just the ubiquitous kind of file interface that made it appeal for you or is there like an individual favorite
1: I think my favorite would be bio but uh, Mm. Uh, and maybe draw as well. I really like draw.
0: I think there's, I mean, there's a pretty decent amount of graphical software for plan that I'm pretty sure I've seen some of the ones you've made. Uh, did you have a good experience with draw? I know that kind of dev draw, at least in my thought is pretty different from the way that POSIX or e- basically any kind of UI development I've experienced is executed. Was that a big learning curve for you? I know it was a big challenge for me.
1: I don't think so, mostly because uh, before that, I was involved in embedded programming and game dev. So there, I already had almost kind of the same interface where I create an object, which is an image, for example. Mm-hmm. And then I load pixels onto that image, and then I start composing one onto the other. And I was doing UI in uh, OpenGL for some ARM embedded device. Uh, before. Yeah. So that was kind of like, okay, yeah, all makes sense. It's almost the same, except the difference is that with DevDraw, all of these things, they're piped right through, let's just say, file descriptor.
0: Right. So what graphical programs have you written for Plan 9? Or it doesn't need to be a comprehensive list. Do you have any kind of a favorite list for that?
1: Favorite list? No, I think my favorite program that I use the most is, I actually have no idea how would I pronounce it. I never said it out loud. Let's call it Zook.
0: Oh yeah, Zook. As yeah. in
1: uh, Zookbox or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was—it uh, came out out of uh, frustration over, what was that program in 9 Front? I think it was just called Zook Juke or yeah. Jukebox, something like that that never yeah. worked for me couldn't make it play anything. I tried fixing it. I couldn't, so I was like, okay, just gonna yeah. write my own.
0: Yeah. Is that a approach you like to take? And you have a fairly long list of things. You've written for Plan 9. Do you typically take advantage of the finding something that you wish you could do, see differently or have done differently and just doing it?
1: Totally, like I chose for f- as my main operating system tried it for many years. Unfortunately, I couldn't ever do it until now, mostly Mm. because there was no VMX. Now there is VMX, so I don't really care to have uh, any Linux or OpenBSD running on uh, real hardware anymore. I can just run it in VMX. So now I just started one by one writing whatever programs I need in my life. Of course, it's music player and video player because that's mostly what I do, you can imagine.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So do you think that VMX was a big part of what allowed you to kind of adopt 9Front or even just Plan9 in general as like a daily driver, kind of using it every day or using it close to every day and using it for the bulk of your development? Do you think VMX is a big part of that? I know for Ori, it was definitely the new SSH client is what he had pointed out. Do you think VMX was the big enabler for you?
1: Yeah, totally. Before that, I I think I would agree with Ori that SSH client, a good one, was also a really good point where I started mainly doing stuff directly from Ninefront. Back then it was uh, using draw term, I was running Ninefront in uh, KVM on the same laptop. Right. I tried doing uh, weird stuff like carrying around two laptops connected over Ethernet, when I was working at Spotify, but uh, that was not exactly the most functional way of working, I would say. Right. Now it's VMX, so that's yeah. very easy for me. I just have one laptop for everything. Yeah,
0: that's pretty nice. Is there anything you wish that VMX did that it doesn't do right now?
1: I can say I wish something it didn't do, which <laughs> it does right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that,
0: <laughs> using using way
1: too much CPU time on context, switching back and forth and hitting the living hell out of my laptop so I can't <laughs> keep it on my lap. So yeah. I have to turn off VMX once I'm done deploying <laughs> to Google Cloud or something right. like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is kind of a, it is kind of an intensive program. I think I only got VMX running once. I just don't have a lot of hardware that supports it at the moment, but. It's nice to know that it gets so much use. You think that, uh, so it's you, you, you boot up VMX every now and then. What is the usual workflow you have on Plan9? Do you use like SAM, uh, Acme, or do you have a lot of supporting scripts that you rely on to automate parts of what you do?
1: I use SAM for writing anything. I don't use any other text editors, besides vi sometimes if i'm connected using ssh or if i happen to use something in the vm in a running in virtual machine and on vmx where i don't necessarily want to use ssh otherwise i don't really have that many scripts that automate anything mostly because i'm not very much into automation i really like doing stuff manually recently i started Adding more uh, automation to my workflow mm-hmm. just to ease up some things that I keep doing all the time. Like, for example, properly closing virtual machine that just exited so the VMX doesn't keep running and yeah? it's eating uh, the yeah. memory. right? I, it's like the script is called just VM quit. Just <laughs> have VM quit and it quits. And that's enough for me.
0: Very nice. Do you like RC a lot? for scripting on plan 9. I guess there's not a lot of options that they leave you with, but. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: Unfortunately, I think I hate it very much. That's why I prefer to write C rather than RC. But I mean, it's fine for something extremely simple, but I'm very much not into writing anything that is longer than maybe like 30 lines right in rc i think when it gets to that point it's just a sign to do it with some other tool (laughs) yeah
0: so you write a lot of like pretty short like i don't know ballpark sub like 100 200 line utility c programs just floating around exactly yeah that is a pretty cozy way to go about making uh, your day-to-day life easier is there anything then that I guess if you don't like RC very much, is there any shell scripts that you do like, or scripting languages, I mean, there's one that you've preferred more that maybe RC could learn from, or is it just that scripting languages as a interface aren't what you're looking for?
1: I, I think, yeah, the latter, because I don't know, my problem with scripting languages like shell and RC is mostly related to error control. If there is an error, I'm. I tend to just in the beginning of the script set it to fail on any error whatsoever, and that's kind of like in my opinion the best error handling you can get in a shell <laughs> script. Yeah, because it does. It's it's not easy to do. Uh, right. I wrote one huge script just for fun in. Uh, in POSIX shell so it, mm-hmm. it wasn't even bash it was using specifically POSIX features at most and was supposed to be portable it was really hard to make it portable it was a script that would <laughs> take a flag image a cue sheet and split it into many files it could go recursively over a huge directory like a music collection and do oh, sure. all these things but it's huge. And it's terrible. And I rewrote it later in go it became <laughs> much simpler, much faster, without any of the bugs. that uh, this shell script had. So right, I was just like, Okay, I guess I won't write any shell scripts anymore.
0: Right? What was your experience then with other high level languages kind of above C, even if C is arguably kind of high level, but before Go, was there anything you used a lot, like Python or something like that? And even with Go, uh, like was there anything you were exploring at the time other than Go in terms of high-level languages?
1: Now, at the time, before I started being interested in Go, also partially the reason why I started being <laughs> interested in Go was that I was writing a, a, a lot of Erlang. Oh, sure. It was just a bit different from Go not necessarily better or worse i wouldn't say exactly it's can't really say if it's high level or low level hey, airline, it, it is yeah. it is high high level in a sense that you have all these primitives like supervisors that that take care of your logic being restarted properly right mailboxes how you would call them mm-hmm. so Erlang, then I was also interested in Haskell quite a lot. But unfortunately, since I couldn't apply it practically at work, my time was very much limited with it. And I had no use with it in uh, most of my hobby projects because the thing that I found it most useful for is parsing, code generation. And uh, that's
0: kind of the only thing I was using it for. We're using... Erlang at work then, or did you use Go at work or anything like that?
1: I used Erlang before, then I found Go. I was still using Erlang, but I started shifting towards preferring Go. I started doing a lot of propaganda at my work. Back then, it was Klarna. Right. It was probably a bad idea because the whole company was basically hiring anyone who would be able to write a single line of Erlang back then. <laughs> so all programmers were hired and not a single one I knew who was interested in Go at the time. <laughs> I got I got a few people interested, but it didn't it didn't go any further.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is kinda of hard though, yeah. Adoption is pretty difficult. I know in my current job the approach to Go is pretty distant and looked far upon. I think right now Rust is more in their lines of sight, but it's a mostly C++ programmers looking to escape. So
1: now oh, I write a lot of Go. Yeah, uh, My work, I switched from... I was hired as a Java programmer. I didn't write that much Java. I just <laughs> switched over to writing any, everything in Go, and everyone seems happy.
0: Nice. Do you still write Go on Plan 9 pretty often, then?
1: No, actually. I got the <laughs> I got the, the general idea that <laughs> writing in go for plan nine is considered um, how do I put it
0: <laughs> sacrilege
1: yeah it's like committing treason <laughs> it's,
0: uh, well it's
1: better to to write in c so i just I, I was just writing c since i was already comfortable with it i was a bit okay. surprised with the um, binary sizes to be honest so that was one of the reasons that i was not writing go for plan 9
0: uh go binary sizes on plan 9 or just in general
1: uh in general
0: yeah that makes sense have you you have you interfaced with the plan 9 a.out binary format at all in the past nope (laughs)
1: that's okay not that i can remember sure
0: so speaking of committing treason you have a port called treason. Do you want to talk about that and how that went? I think that's a fairly significant contribution that people have been waiting for for a long time. I
1: can talk about it. It's mostly just a port of several libraries. Mm-hmm. For each video format, it's libvpx for vp8, vp9. DAV1D for AV1 format. It's mm-hmm. the new one that it's all of your CPU while showing the same quality of video. Very useful. <laughs> and uh, another one is OpenH264. Uh, Obviously, that's for H264. And the rest is just uh, kind of like frontend. That right. is called Treason. It's and C. It just uses all these libraries to decode images and just draws them on the window. Mm-hmm. And another program that is also in that treason bucket mm-hmm. is MCFS. It stands for Multimedia Container File System. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, it's not really a file system yet. <sighs> just just dumps the data out to standard output, but that was enough for now. Uh, I will right. make it into a file system later. For now, I didn't really have the reason for it. but. that will need to happen for basic controls, like going backwards or forward, pausing for for playing streams as well, right? Just didn't have time to do it yet.
0: Yeah. How do you imagine MCFS being laid out? Have you written a lot of file systems before you this kind of one of the first big ones?
1: I wrote some before I don't think The ones I wrote were made public because I was writing them uh, when I was working at Spotify, I was writing them as a hack week projects just to showcase how Spotify as the whole system could function if Spotify would use 9P, I was trying to impress as many people as possible, but mostly it was just my teammates who would be impressed. So (laughs) it didn't, it didn't go further. Mm. After that, I, I can't really remember if I wrote any other right. file systems specifically that were made public. Right. I think MCFS would be the... I mean, I wrote some before, just right, for, right. Some, for whatever reason, I can't remember which one these were. I would need to open <laughs> uh, a web page with my projects to, right. to remember that.
0: That's okay. Do you like the file system abstraction very much? Do you take advantage of it a lot? And it's kind of how everything is served up. But is it something that you think works very well for you?
1: Yeah, I think so. I'm not exactly happy with the interface to those libraries. I Mm -hmm. think it's, there are two kind of two interfaces for that one very low level when where you can do basically whatever you want, you can also by using this library to shoot yourself in the foot in so many ways. Right. There is also a bit the higher level library that works with uh, basically static file systems where you can define a, t- a file tree from the get go without doing too much. Right. And that one, oh yeah, actually that one is uh, the one that I used. 9p file. Before. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it was easier. Otherwise, I used to the low level. Now I remember where I used it substantially. It's X4 file system for plan 9 with uh, reading and writing. Nice. That's where I used it. Got
0: it. How do you feel about lib9p file? Do you remember it very well? As Moody and I a long time ago had written a file system in 9p file and we have tried to do something that 9p file didn't want. I don't remember what it was, but we ended up breaking the interface a little bit, and ran into all sorts of rough counting areas along the way. Uh, do you think that 9p file works pretty well? I think there's a few other people in the community that feel have mixed feelings about it and prefer to just use lib9p directly.
1: I think the problem with 9p file specifically is that it's too simple. It's Perhaps too high level. So if you start with 9p file and you wrote something and then you realize, oh, I need to do this specific thing, and uh, there's just no way you can do it in 9p file that easily. Right. And you start switching over to to just 9p with a low level interface, and then you start struggling because there you're basically on your own with what was it section five
0: manuals (laughs) yeah uh, yeah,
1: trying to understand how 9p works in general so you don't make mistakes and you still keep doing them all the time
0: yeah it's kind of hard and section five is a little cryptic i think it's probably the best reference we have right now that's just fully written out but i think it takes a few passes for someone to get everything they need out of it usually
1: yeah, it has a few gotchas as well that just <laughs> keep, keeps stalking me all the time. Like this uh, one specific thing is where you're providing reading of a directory, and I keep forgetting that you might eventually receive an offset that is lower than the last one mm-hmm. that you received. And you, you basically need, if you're, for example, if you're exporting a real directory, for through 9p in your file server, you need to start reading the directory all the way from the beginning to reach that specific offset that uh, the client is asking for. I think right. that's uh, that's the issue that I face a lot and I keep forgetting about it.
0: Yeah, I, you've put a lot of fixes out, I think, for just various things. Is there any like patch that you submitted or put in that you really are just really glad was able to get merged in or Are you really thankful for that even you put out is there something that you remember fondly or anything like that
1: yeah the, my my most favorite contribution to nine front ever is ctrl b for sam you can <laughs> go to command buffer by by a key press i was very scared to <laughs> to, to pull to push it because like it's it's not mouse control, but right. I mean, we already had it for Windows. So yeah, Windows. Real Windows, yeah. Yeah. And then and then uh, Control G was added. Uh, I can't remember whose patch that was, but it was also very useful.
0: Yeah. See, that's nice. Do you have a, any, and yeah, you know, it's okay if you don't or don't want to talk about it, but do you have any like fixes that you haven't provided that you feel might be too treasonous but you use on your own time
1: fixes i wouldn't say so it's mostly just treasonous (laughs) theming and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that i'm pretty sure i will never be accepted in nine front and i'm not even trying to to push it because i'm not sure even i am gonna use it in a few years i might give up on that
0: yeah i know there had been a bit of a theming effort from Oh man, I think it was Moody and Mischief where they made a full library for it and a bunch of patches for various things in Ninefront. Maybe they got merged into nine Ants. I don't remember. But it was No, uh...
1: I don't think so.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. The oh well. And the repository is somewhere in the archive, but I think they uh died when the Mercurial repositories on Bitbucket died. Yeah, There's... I I
1: never used this approach. I don't think it's going to work well. <laughs> because there's there's just too many programs and they all need to be patched and every time they change the patches might have to be
0: updated right yes yes this is kind of the trouble with all of that do you have any advice for someone that would want to submit fixes or and you've got a decent number already so is somebody wanted to kind of get started contributing back? Is there any advice you'd have or any guidelines you think that are unwritten and might be helpful to someone who can develop and can try to fulfill either bounties or fixes? Is there anything you'd say for them?
1: Embrace yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I think the main point would be that whatever you do, Even if you think that people won't like it, you can still do it. It doesn't matter. You can keep it as your local copy. You can share it with other people. Mm. Other people might find it useful, even though it won't be in Ninefront. Uh, You might think that uh, no one will want it, and then it will be merged to Ninefront. So uh, I I just say don't have any expectations and (laughs) keep on hacking, keep on reading manual pages and keep asking questions however stupid you think they are (sighs) yeah
0: that's nice i agree i agree i hope that people find it within themselves to put things out even if it might not be merged so the community you're pretty closely involved with that might actually follow this just make it and put it out and make it available it's like the public grid do you like the public grid very much how long do you think you've been Floating around that area, and is there anything you've put out on the grid that you share in kind of this not necessarily intending to be merged manner or as like a completed thing, but maybe it's up somewhere floating around grid space?
1: I joined grid this year mm-hmm. I was putting a few patches there at some point, but now I'm mostly just just talking there sometimes I might put a picture something right to share it but i don't i don't really use the grid disk that right. much for anything
0: yeah that's fair is there anything you wish was hooked up to the grid that we that the grid doesn't have right now
1: mm, i actually don't think so i think the only uh, thing that grid is um, missing that maybe more people i know that <laughs> some people might disagree with me the <laughs> popular, vs unpopular thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it just needs more people to be there talking and collaborating. But right. uh, as it is so right now, I'm extremely happy with uh, Grid and people on Grid.
0: Right. Yeah. I guess kind of by extension of that, is there anything you wish Plan 9 or 9front 9 had that it doesn't have right now? Hmm. I mean, it uh, doesn't have to even be I... practical, but...
1: I think it has everything. It even has, uh, how many? Three browsers now. <laughs> <laughs> At yeah. least three. If you count the one that converts HTML to plain text, there is right. even more.
0: Right. So you've uh, used the NetSurf port then? Yeah.
1: I started using it since uh, VMX keeps my laptop hot. I'm <sighs> trying now to patch NetSurf, so it's uh, it's more easier for me to use. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just going to use the VMX uh, less and less just for deploying stuff.
0: Yeah. What's uh, most of what you do on Plan 9 then? Is it just writing these tools as you want them or do you talk to people most all the time through the computer or is there like a, any kind of recreational programming or activities that you partake in through Plan 9?
1: Uh, I, I think for me specifically, uh, Nine Front is mostly about talking to other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's grid, maybe just a bit of IRC, not that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Full time job where I write a lot of Go in SAM. And the rest is just recreational and therapy style C programming where I can get away from all the shitty uh, technologies. Right. Of- uh, today's world
0: yeah kind of a programming zen garden yeah exactly yeah it's very nice that way i kind of agree it's plan 9 feels like kind of a, a little garden that you can step away from so much more of the software programming world and find a lot there it's very
1: like oh operating system for meditation it doesn't yeah. have much but it doesn't really need much
0: right yeah exactly so you write Go and Sam, do you have like supporting programs for that? Like, do you, I know for the Acme Go people, they usually have a little Swiss Army knife tool or toolbox of stuff to automate parts of like compilation or stuff like that. Do you do that, or do you just use the normal Go tools and the regular expression parts of Sam to do most of the heavy lifting? I do just that.
1: I use Sam on its own. Uh, some expressions to do a bit of refactoring and that's really it I was doing the same with Java Um, I did have just a few scripts to ease up my work one of the scripts was you could select uh, an expression in a Java file and then it would go to command buffer and uh, write a really small command the script would go through the current Java project directory and search for that definition where it's defined and Um, jump there. That was uh, a bit helpful. But otherwise it was just SAM and no other tools.
0: That's pretty impressive, especially writing Java SAM that feels, and the little bit of Java I've written, I've only written a small amount of it outside of an IDE. Certainly not with something like SAM. And that's very nice. Do you find the SAM language very powerful? Does it suit your needs? Is there anything you wish it did or didn't do?
1: Yeah, it's uh, really powerful for me. I think it needs to be accessible out of outside of SAM. Yeah. I think the idea of having something like that in C, where uh, you don't necessarily write it as string commands, but uh, maybe function calls. Right or something would be very useful for string processing Uh, so it doesn't look that low level with uh, regex and stuff like that. And I think one thing that I'm missing in SAM command language is when you put expressions in curly brackets, those expressions must never work on the same... They shouldn't change the text that is going to be changed by other expressions in Mm -hmm. those curly brackets or something like that. Right. I can't really remember, but I think that's mostly the only thing that I miss.
0: Yeah. So Sam is a library. I think that's something that's been off and on discussed on Cat V for quite a while. Is that something that you'd like to see written and you expressed oh, yeah. interest already? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, totally. I think it would be best thing after sliced bread.
0: Do you think it would be very difficult to implement just from a distant perspective?
1: Mm, It depends, I didn't really look at, I didn't look that much at some command language source code. I added a few commands myself, but I didn't explore it to full extent. I think it would be easy. Uh, I think it would be easy to rip it out in some way. I don't think writing it from scratch would be the best idea. Maybe it would be, but you would need to make sure that it does exactly what it does in SAM. Otherwise, it probably shouldn't be called libsam or something. (laughs) And if that library exists, then SAM should just use it. And other programs could use it just as well. Absolutely. Could add it to Nutsurf to find all the pictures and, I don't know, run pico on them to invert the images or something pretty
0: fun yeah yeah do you use like the s sam command ever do you like command line sam for like scripts or anything like that
1: it a bit mostly i was using it for some kind of refactoring but for that to be useful for me i have to keep doing the same thing over and over again that doesn't usually happen usually it's pretty small commands that I will just type in Sam command window itself. I won't really reuse it for streaming Sam,
0: Right. Is there anything you wish Sam did differently than what it does now? Do you dream of an editor that oh, has like yes. Sam's language, but isn't Sam or maybe better? I know Ori wants to write a new editor of some sort, probably inspired by Sam.
1: Yeah, I think one thing that I really dislike about Sam is the infamous scroll bar. Ah, yeah. It doesn't scroll. It just drives me insane every time. (laughs) And to add to already a lot of pain when you expect that the keys would work better when you press up and down, it's also actually, I think, worse than using a scroll bar so it's just it's just terrible someone please do something <laughs> not me someone
0: else right right yeah there's probably a reason that it stayed that way and not just been touched up quickly yeah
1: i think everyone who actually tried to fix scrolling just ended up uh, giving up nine front altogether
0: <laughs> yeah i think it's a long time ago but i remember someone trying to do a lot of fix-ups on Sam. Maybe it was mischief and just kind of giving up on Sam as a whole. Maybe it wasn't, I don't remember. But it was, yeah, I think they had a really rough time with it.
1: Yeah, I can imagine that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's been uh, mostly Sam up till now. Uh, what's, what's your thoughts on Acme then? Since it's not the preferred child, but is it just, uh, do you, you just prefer Sam to it or is there anything explicitly wrong with Acme or do you just not prefer it?
1: I used Acme right before SAM, mostly because I saw a lot of Acme screenshots. I didn't really see many of <laughs> Sam's screenshots at the time. So I was like, OK, that's the text editor that everyone is using. And I started using it. And then right. in Cat V, I started seeing, oh, Acme this, Acme that. Use SAM. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't really like SAM in the beginning. I thought mm-hmm. it was very cumbersome, like it was just Okay, you get a blue window, you get a yellow window. Great. <laughs> what should awesome. I do
0: with that?
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, then I very much appreciated it after I, my uh, projects started growing to more than one file. Right. Where I had to use a laptop with pretty small screen resolutions. So right. my Acme didn't really fit that much. Every time I wanted to switch to a different file, I had to go through... Uh, many windows to try to find where where <laughs> this file is even right because uh, I don't know it was just a mess so I tried some took me a while to get used to it after Acme, but yeah it's yeah. really good yeah ten out of 10 would recommend
0: <laughs> nice nice Wow so do you think that like the way plan 9 software is written in c or otherwise does that affect the way that you've written code outside of plan 9 maybe at work or go or anything like that do you steal like naming conventions or stylisms or anything like that? Is there anything you've adopted
1: oh yeah i basically adopted plan 9 style in whatever i write for the outside of plan 9 world mostly it's also the like small wrappers that I write for network handling, like in Plan9, it's dial. I have a dial for Linux and uh, many other things that I found useful that I took out of Plan9 and just copy pasted in every project uh, that I wrote in C for Linux after that. Yeah, of course, uh, variable naming, function naming, The size of the source code, it decreased considerably because instead of using three words, I started using, for example, few letters of every word. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So yeah, now my, my programs are much smaller than before.
0: Right. Nice. Do you, when you develop outside of Plan 9, do you use like Plan 9 port or do you use more standard POSIX stuff? Or do you have a perfect compiler or anything like that?
1: Yeah, I don't use Plan 9 ports, mostly because I want the projects to be still changeable by people who are not specifically aware of Plan 9 interfaces. So maybe for things that are just easy to wrap into Plan 9 uh, style interface like Dial, I will leave it as is. Uh, without using Plan9Port. So I will just write my own implementation. But for everything else, I use the standard POSIX interface. I think it's uh, it's better to keep using whatever is standardized on the platform you're developing for just the same way as I wouldn't really use pthreads in 9front. Uh, right. Even if it's um, like, mm. if I'm porting uh, the software, I wouldn't try to replace pthreads with something completely different. I would just try to repeat the same interface. But for new software, I would never use something from the outside. But it's just personal preference.
0: Yeah. So then do you think that Plan 9 has affected the way you view or interact with other software significantly?
1: Yeah. I started feeling very much desperate about most of the software. So in a way, you could say that Plan 9 made me Sad, <laughs> but also happy because I can uh, easily write whatever I dislike or miss yeah. for 9.0 front and just use it. So not such a big deal for me.
0: Right. So it's not a large barrier. Do you think it's very easy to just write a general use or general application piece of software on Plan 9?
1: Definitely. In uh, The problem with other operating systems is because... They're so big and they have so many different ways to do the same thing, starting from audio libraries or UI libraries. You just get lost even before you start start writing anything. You have to choose this library or that library. Every single one of them has specific issues. Uh, You might dislike one, like the other one. There is just too many things to consider And once you start, because there are so many moving variables, it just takes enormous amount of time to develop anything. Since it wasn't implemented from scratch with rethinking none of them, I mean, none of the operating systems, uh, POSIX interface, kept adding stuff because of that, it's really hard in Plan 9. You have a really small set of standard libraries, very small amount of functions in each one of them. And yeah, it's really easy to just read a few man pages and start writing things and just look at other programs. Right. The best thing about Plan 9 is that it's self-contained. So whenever you have 9Front installed, you were basically you got yourself a file system for which you can develop and learn everything from without ever connecting to the internet. You already have everything there.
0: That is pretty impressive, yeah. Do you find then that just reading Plan 9c is very... Uh, do you find like the libraries are intuitive and the C style works for you then? A fair bit, it seems.
1: Some of the libraries, all the source code. In 9Front is a bit different, mostly because it was written at different times by different people, but um, most of it makes sense, looks good, is very short and understandable. And the parts that are are not, well, you don't really have to read it. You can either use the API of it or just find some other source of uh, source of source for education.
0: Right. Do you have a favorite piece of software you've read on Plan 9? Or a favorite like library and the standard library or something like that? Mm-hmm. Either most Not useful to... or entertaining or horrifying, all valid options.
1: I mean, I think all, uh, all the horrifying stuff is external. It was <laughs> added to Ninefront to do stuff that Ninefront probably didn't care much to do. Right. On its own or for the lack of alternatives like GhostScript comes to mind. <laughs> yeah. Python, <that's... laughs> Mercurial, all that stuff. Otherwise, you... uh, I, can, I can't really remember anything that horrible.
0: Yeah, that's good. Do you, Are you excited for the shift from Mercurial to get if and when it happens?
1: Oh, yeah. I can't wait to get rid of Python <laughs> and Mercurial. I already got used to Git9 quite a lot. I stopped using Linux Git by now. All yeah. my projects are, like uh, work projects, are Git9 usage-based. Nice. And I, I'm really scared of using your because to me it seems like one wrong move and I have no idea what to do anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Like if I If I accidentally make a commit, I always have to specify every single file that I'm going to put into that commit because my local tree is full of changes (laughs) everywhere. So if I forget to specify the files, it's gonna be a disaster.
0: Yeah, I, I've definitely run into that before when I've tried to like build a patch and something I just did not want is there or if I made the mistake of making local modifications that interfere with a sys update later and not boxing them off into a branch or something. Is there any software that's not within the Plan 9 ecosystem that you really enjoy or admire that you don't even necessarily have to wish it was in Plan 9, but anything you really like? Like some people are really fond of Smalltalk or VMS, things like that.
1: Uh, I think the things that I miss is most is mostly related to multimedia. So, in my opinion, for me personally, it would be a, a distant image editor like not uh, as a programming language, but more as a conventional style where I could use a drawing tablet and stuff like that. And another software that I miss is software for audio editing. Uh, uh, I don't think it exists in, in any way on Plan 9. So those those are two main points for me, because I do a lot of this and a lot of that. but there isn't uh, that much on uh, nine front for me
0: yeah um if you if you want to answer what do you do most of your auto e- audio editing for with do you make music or anything like that
1: i do a bit of music sometimes but uh, right now it's mostly recording vocals and then layering them together with music track for the music that i didn't write my uh, didn't write myself But just recording vocals filtering out all the noise, making sure everything is leveled properly, right? Uh, re- removing all the clicks and pops, Yeah. stretching, applying effects. All that stuff uh, that I do is uh, non-existent in Landfront.
0: Right. Is that something you'd be interested in writing?
1: Oh, yeah, totally. I started writing one small part of it, maybe a bit unrelated. It was just drawing. Uh, waveforms i was trying to see if it would be even possible to have something like audacity for nine front at the time and Mm. yeah the answer is uh yes totally drawing uh, waveforms fast is possible even with a draw term over the network it's uh, it will still be very much usable
0: nice that's exciting i would love to see something like that did you, you mentioned a drawing tablet before. Do you like doing digital art or anything like that?
1: I wouldn't say it's art. <laughs> it's just <laughs> me holding an, uh, a pen, trying to to do something with it. I'm not a very good drawer, but I would definitely do more of it if it would be available in, in some way in 9Font. Right now, the tablet that I have is working, but it has a really low resolution so every time i move a pen it jumps i think like four pixels (sighs) instead of just one so uh i have to zoom in a (laughs)
0: lot (laughs) right
1: and and mostly draw pixel by pixel Uh, that's not very useful (laughs) and it doesn't have uh, it doesn't have a pressure detection at all so it's just if either you press it or you don't press it
0: ah sure well, that's about all the questions that I have. I had a really good time, Sigrid. Thank you so much for taking the time for this. I really appreciate it. Is there anything else you'd like to go over? Or are you good?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm really, uh, very much good. Thank awesome. you.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. Hopefully we get to do even more of these in the future. And I really appreciate you sharing with us. Yep. Thank
1: you. Right. Take care. Bye-bye.